Welcome to the Sports Betting Preview Podcast from Pregame.com. Pregame.com. Broadcasting straight from the Las Vegas Strip. Vegas, baby. With your host, R.J. Bell. I saw him on ESPN. Can I call Marco Daddy? VR seems wild. Welcome to the Sports Betting Preview Show, a pregame.com podcast. This is part one of four, and we're going to take a look at Denver at the Lakers. I'm Marco D'Angelo, joined by Vegas Runner. As we normally do, we go to Vegas Runner for the numbers on the game, but we're taping on Thursday. This game is played Sunday. Denver goes to L.A., ABC TV, 3.30. So we've got to make the lines on the game, and we're going to go to Vegas Runner, and then I'll tell you what I think. You know what I like, honestly? I give you guys my word, dude, on on my child, and I don't swear on her very often. Um, We don't even ask each other what we give out before we do this. This is the best part, because I'm interested to see what he has, because I know his reasoning and how he thinks, and I know he's anxious to see what I gave out. At least I hope he is. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I am. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, I made the Lakers a five and a half point home favorite, and I made the total 207. Okay. Well, I made the Lakers a seven and a half point favorite. And uh, the Lakers, clearly the best team in basketball. Okay. Um, They're playing with double revenge. Yeah, they are. And uh, the last time they played, the line was eight, Eight, but I do believe in that game Carmelo was out. But, you know, Lakers in revenge, you're always going to pay a premium. For them, sure. And Denver right now is not playing as hot as they were Earlier in the year, so I, I think yeah, they're a five bit and a, five. Their last ten straight so up. Going to be right. a little bit You're of right. a line adjustment that way. You're right. Um, I don't have an official free pick on this game. I do have a lean. We'll get to it. But um, the things that uh, struck me about this game, and it's almost like deja vu for this game to a couple games we've done the past two weeks in the podcast, and I'm going to refer back to. Cleveland, Orlando. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and the Cleveland, Orlando, when we talked about that series, it was like Orlando had something to say because, or sorry, Cleveland had something to say because Orlando knocked them out of the conference finals. Yeah. When Cleveland went to Orlando at the beginning of the season, they beat Orlando in Orlando. Then when they came back for the second meeting, it was in Cleveland. Yeah, I, I used Cleveland you that used game. Cleveland. Cleveland took care of business. The third time you used Orlando. I used Orlando because Excuse now me. the revenge yeah, had been served I used on them both Sunday court. too on my card. You know, so I hear you. You got the same thing here. Denver opened the season. It was very early in the season, and they took it to the Lakers. Yeah, they did. 105-79. And then they came back uh, February 5th, went to the Lakers, and... 126-113 is yeah. an 8-point eight, eight underdog. Uh, so they got their double revenge. Now, the Lakers, they're P.O. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. This, they, a team they, they got to get over. This is a team that's all of a sudden saying, trying to say, you ain't as good as you think you are. We're, you know, and the Lakers are going to have to just give them a little, a little slap and, and remind them with their championship ring up alongside their head yeah, that yeah. we are still the NBA champions. And if you plan on going anywhere, you're going to have to come through LA. I, I agree. Um, I, I, to be honest with you, I, I'm not 
at a position yet to tell you I, I have a strong opinion either way. And, and I take these podcasts so seriously that I like to give strong opinions when I have one. And, and in this case, I just don't because I do need to see how the numbers going to come out. Because truth is, Denver beat them up when they went to LA and the way they beat them up was by hitting 57% field goals and 68% from the three-point line now that's not easily duplicated you know it's not something you could do every time you go into LA so I mean from that standpoint I have to lean LA that they got to be able to do a little better at least their perimeter defense and hold this team you know, not to 68% from the three-point line because what happened in that game, I remember, both teams had a double-digit lead at one point. So it wasn't like wire-to-wire, start-to-finish, blowout. Denver jumped on them, and that was the end. It was, there's very little you could do when a team goes on a six-minute, you know, run where they go, you know, hit six straight threes. That's 20 quick points almost right away. They, you know, a, a game that's tied is all of a sudden a 20 point game. And, and I think that's more or less what happened in that one. So uh, that's the only reason I really have to see how these teams come into this game, number one, and just do a little more work as far as the matchup goes. Well, situation here, I think the Lakers, it is going to be a statement game, as we like to say. They gave up 100 both games. I yeah. think defensively, the Lakers, they, they're going to take some pride in shutting this that, team That's down. where I was leaning. I said, if, if you held a gun to my head right now, Marco, and said bet the game, I'd say under. Because that first, that game, the last game that was 126-113, the total was set at 199.5. Actually, that's what it went off at. <clears throat> So I figure they're going to adjust it, but you can only adjust so much. You're not right. going to make a 15-point adjustment on a total. Right. Um, so, so I think they're going to adjust it up to around 206, 207, right around there. And I think because of that, we might have some value in the under. Because, again, I don't see Denver shooting 57% field goals and 68% from the three-point line against the Lakers again. On the flip side, the Lakers shot 45% field goals, 30% from the three-point line. So that's about average for the season. You're not going to do too much better field goal-wise. You might do a little better some games three-point line. So, I mean, the Lakers did what they do in that game. It's just, I'm telling you, Denver was able to hit those rainbows and get out to that kind of crazy well, lead. I'll tell you, the other thing here in this game, and you know, I like to do a lot of different things in my handicapping. I mean, you know, I, I look, I read the line, I look at situations, and situational handicapping is a big part of my arsenal. And from a situational standpoint, Denver's playing their third game in four days. But really, because this is on ABC, yeah. at 3.30 Eastern, you're talking 12.30 local right, time, right, right. they're playing three games in basically three and a, and a half, half days. days. Yeah, it's a morning game. They're yeah. not playing it. Eight at night, nine at night. Right. So this is a tough, tough spot for the Nuggets. That, that's what I think. And I think what we're going to see is, is a flip. We're going to see Denver struggle shooting. And I think we're going to see the, the Lakers have more success. Because, I mean, let's face it. Denver's 22nd points allowed, 17th in field goal percentage defensively. So, I mean, they're not monsters on the defensive end. So, I think at home, Lakers could have some success. And, and if they're able to shut down Denver, 
I think we're looking at a lower scoring game than what many may believe, especially when you see what happened last game. And the perception is they should both break a hundred. If they both break a hundred, should be able to get over that two hundred five, two hundred seven mark. So I think there is some value in the under myself. Well, I have no official play. I give a lean to the Lakers and a lean to the under in this game. Yeah, I, I agree. I totally agree. And maybe come Sunday after you know the weekend and see what happens in a couple of these other games that Denver plays. They play tonight. Yeah. They played tonight on, on prime time, you know, too. So we'll look at that and see if I have anything else. But um, that's going to wrap up this one. Now, we have a, a new feature at pregame. Uh, when you're watching our videos at pregame.tv, if you go into the comment section, you can make a prediction on this game. And if you predict the final score of this game, we're going to give you $100 in pregame dollars. You can use it to cite by anybody that you want buy their plays and we got a lot of great guys here at the site 100 free bucks for just guessing the score guys so go ahead in in the comment section let us know what you think what you feel the final score is going to be vr and i laid the groundwork for you so see what you can do with that this has been the preview of the denver laker game remember you can watch all of our videos at pregame.tv but if you want to just download and listen Go to iTunes, search for pregame.com, and you'll be able to find all of our podcasts. You can subscribe, download, listen to all of our podcasts. Some guys have said VR and me, we've got better faces for radio. Yeah, so you so, can do the audio. Yeah, so just do the audio if you want. Uh, that's the first of four. We'll be back with segment number two in a moment. For the best deals from trusted sportsbooks, visit pregameaction.com. Welcome to the Sports Betting Preview Show, a pregame.com podcast. This is segment two of four, big game preview. We're going to take a look on Sunday, Louisville at Connecticut, 2 o'clock Eastern on Sunday, CBS, big game in the Big East. As we do, we're now, first off, we are taping on Thursday, so we don't know the actual lines on these games yet. But Vegas Runner and myself will give you what we feel the line is going to come out at. And that's what we're going to handicap the game. And actually, this Louisville-Connecticut game will be my free pick All right. uh, for the uh, podcast this week. So, VR, hit me up with your number. Uh, a little easier to make a number on this one, I think, only because neither of these teams play today, tomorrow. Or, or Saturday, you know, obviously they're not going to play Saturday, but you know yeah. what I'm saying. They don't have a game in between now that that could influence the line much as far as public perception goes. Um, I made the line UConn three and a half and 142 and a half. I made UConn the home favorite, obviously, and I think it should come around, around there. Well, we're pretty close. So okay. I got Connecticut at minus three in this game. All right, right there. Uh, this is a situation, um, Connecticut... Three impressive wins in a row after Calhoun returned. You know, he had the health problems. He returns, ripped his team a new you-know-what after, I believe it was the Cincinnati game. They lost 60-48. to And you shouldn't lose the weight to Cincy. At home. Uh 48 points at home for Connecticut. He went off on this team, and they've responded. They're coming off a huge win on Monday. They played West Virginia at home, big Monday, on TV. And that was the first time they were at home since that poor performance against Cincinnati. So big effort. They got it done in front of the ESPN cameras. And right now, 
The stock's oh, high. The, the stock, stock yeah. yeah. Pe- people were talking about UConn not making the tournament this year after their Final Four run. Um, and now all of a sudden, it's this team might be peaking at the right time. And, they, you know, they're one of the dangers when Big East tournament comes. And, you know, they they're, could, I love they could the play phrase, themselves the, in. The team that nobody wants to face. Yeah, yeah. yeah I and love that No phrase. one's going to want to meet them yeah. come tournament time. You know, they got Jerome Dyson, a senior. Stanley Robinson, a senior. So they got a pretty, you know experienced squad there and this team was in the final four so they're starting to get that no one wants to face this team in the big east tournament like you said and you know they'll be able to play themselves in and i think the stock's a little too high on them a little too quickly because i mean when you break them down the bottom line is this team can't hit the three-pointer um regardless of the games that they've won you know against west virginia Rutgers, villanova Impressive wins, you know, beating Villanova on the Villanova road. Villanova was a huge game. Yeah, on the road, that's a big win. And he beat West Virginia at home, that's a big win too. I mean, both of those teams are, are up there. Villanova's right behind Syracuse. West Virginia's right behind Villanova. So, I mean, they were statement games. But I just think against Syracuse, for some reason... Syracuse was just able to play with them too well that first game. And I know Syracuse usually another team that can hit the three. They can't defend against the three. But for some reason, they had success against UConn. I mean, the team shot 45% from the field, which isn't great. But they made 10 three-pointers. And this team doesn't, is like I said, is not good from the three-point line. So... I don't think they're going to have to be able to do that to keep it close this time. Because like I said, UConn's not the kind of team that could nail the three and is going to build a big lead on you. Um, so I, I got to tell you the truth. I lean Louisville. You know, I, it's just a lean. But I'm interested to hear what you well, say because you got the pick on it. I stuff. got the pick on it in... I'm going Louisville, and I'm, they're not going to need the points. Louisville's going to Louisville's going to go into Connecticut, win the game outright. The this is a classic case of the public overreacting to what they've seen and heard this week. And, and, and stop and think for a second. We just talked about everything the media is saying. You know, since Calhoun's return, yeah, yeah. this is a different team. Blah blah blah. You know, don't want to face them. They're playing well. They saw them beat West Virginia Monday night on ESPN. Then the next night, they got to see Georgetown, Georgetown beat Louisville beat at, Louis- Louisville. at Louis- Louisville. And it really was a bad game for Louisville. Terrible, terrible. And, you know, Patino's always been they, a great they, they, motivator. They, they, the second half is, is they just gave up. Georgetown took over in the second half. This is a team that's already demonstrated that they can win on the road. Syracuse has some, or excuse me, Louisville has some signature wins on the road. Most importantly, they went into the Carrier Dome and beat Syracuse. You, you just don't do that. And I think they go in here, public perception as high as it can be on Connecticut, as low as it can be on Louisville, you're going to get that little bit of line value. I think that the public perception will bring the line out possibly closer to what you said, maybe even a tick more. Yeah, I, I, honestly, I don't think uh, it wouldn't be a far fetch to see UConn get bet up to four and a half. 
I wouldn't be surprised at that at all. And have you ever noticed that the the Sunday games, because there's a smaller board, yeah, yeah, yeah. that the lines seem to move quicker? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You, the action's coming, and especially when you get one that's a TV and game. And because also I think everybody's putting in their action all that same time, you know? Yeah. Sunday, people are off from work. They want to spend the rest of their day doing what they're going to do. They already know who they're going to take, you know, and everybody's putting in their action that one hour for the later games and everything yeah. like that. I'll, I'll tell you the truth. That's gutsy call. Not just Louisville plus the points, but Louisville money line. And I'll tell you the truth. I like Louisville, but I just can't figure this team out. Like, I one day I think there's something to be reckoned with. And the next day, they just look terrible. Like, they have zero defensive ability. I just, I don't get it. I'm surprised at how weak they are on the defensive end. And I think if they could tighten up that defense, I mean, this team's got some skills. They could score points. The only problem is they haven't been able to stop anybody from scoring. And the good thing is playing against a team like UConn, who isn't in the top, you know, of the NCAA in scoring. They're 111th in, in points scoring, so they're not going to put up 80 on you. Right. I think it's a game Louisville should be able to stay in the game. And if you could stay in the game, you have a chance to win a game. Find so, a way to win Exactly, exactly. Even though I like them, I think they're going to win this game straight up. Marco's not a fool. We're going to grab the points. We're yeah, gonna, exactly. Gonna, no, no, of course, of course. Like. When you bet a dog, especially a dog that's you know within five, six points, you you got to go in feeling they have a chance to right. win. You're not you, just taking it saying, I don't think they could lose by more than four. You're saying yeah. you want a dog that has a shot to win. And, and Louisville can do that. So uh, my official free pick is Louisville. Um, my record last 26 weeks here um, on the show with my free picks, 17 and 9. So let's get it to 18 and 9. I want to get back up to 67%. My man. So that's going to close Dude, out. No. That's going to close out segment two. Now remember, you go to pregame.tv. You're watching us already on video. You can predict the score. If you predict this score correctly, we're going to give you $100 in pregame dollars. It's free. Just tell us what you think the score will be. You get it right. We'll put $100 in your account. You can use it to spend however you want at pregame.com. This has been segment two of four. We'll be back with another big game preview. We're going to look at two big games on Saturday. Next one up is going to be Kentucky at Tennessee. That's uh, kind of big one in the SEC. Huge. So we'll be right back. Thanks for watching. Welcome to the Sports Betting Preview Show, a pregame.com podcast. This is segment three of four, big game preview, Saturday SEC action, CBS TV, Kentucky at Tennessee, Vegas runner, what do you put the line on this game? Okay, I make Kentucky a one-point road SEC favorite. And I set the total at 143 and a half, a little lower than it was their first meeting. Okay, well, we're, we're fairly close again. We're, 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 we're in agreement this Today, week. Yes, we are. And I've got Kentucky minus two. I wouldn't be surprised. I think the, you know, in what I'm basing this off of right now, Vanderbilt's clearly a better team than Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. And Kentucky ended up being a one-and-a-half-point favorite over Vandy is what the number closed last Saturday. Although it ended up being a tight game, they only won by three. And, you know, we'll talk about it. Um, 
I just think that Tennessee, the stock is falling. Oh, yeah, yeah, big time, big time. I'm hoping Kentucky comes out at a bigger favorite, to be honest with you. I'm just saying my true line, I really don't think Kentucky should be more than one, one and a half point favorite. I wouldn't be surprised if they throw out a fair line of three, to be honest with you. The stock is down on Tennessee. And Kentucky, I mean, they're 26 and one, so (laughs) they don't have too many flaws, this team. Well, um, I don't have a... And they've been covering, let's put it. That. I don't have an official free p- free pick in this game. I do have a lean. I'll, I'll get to that in a bit. But a couple things to touch upon in this game. When I looked at this game to start with, first off, the obvious is this is a quick revenge game. These two teams played yeah, the day before Valentine's Day. Yeah, you know, and there was no love. Let me tell you. Okay, there was no box of chocolates in the game. Kentucky uh, beat them. They were a nine and a half point favorite. They beat them seventy three sixty two. You know. They covered a number. That's you know that's what they're supposed to do. They win by eleven. Um, what I'm looking at, and again I say it time and time again, I'm a situational handicapper. You've got Kentucky that went into Vanderbilt last Saturday, and I watched that game. Actually, I was at the Bellagio Saturday with uh, RJ. Uh, we were playing cards and watching the game. Vanderbilt should have beat Kentucky last yeah, Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Vanderbilt was just absolutely putrid from three-point land. I think at one point in the game, they were 2 of 19 from three-point land. At Um, home, that shouldn't happen. They actually shot 32% for the game, Vanderbilt, and they only lost by three. Yeah. Okay, so, you know, that tells me, you know, Kentucky's, you know, They've been living on borrowed time. The game before the Vanderbilt game, they went to overtime at Mississippi State. But forget all of that. They play. We're taping on Thursday. They play tonight. The game on their calendar that had a great big red circle on it. You said they were twenty six and one or twenty two and one on the season, whatever they were. That one loss. They play that team yeah. tonight. And I and like Kentucky tonight. I like Kentucky. I'll tell you the truth. I was close to laying the points with them, but I thought because. All that talk about this Revenge, is the team that yeah. beat us, that scared me off a little bit. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's no value. There. No line value, exactly. Absolutely not. That's what I thought. I thought the, the line was, was a nice, strong line. It'll get balanced action, but I just think if Kentucky brings it, there's no reason they can't be South Carolina by 20 this time around. But that's not the game we're talking about. We're talking about Kentucky, Tennessee. And I'll tell you the truth. I like this game. I... I don't like to go against the team and let the same team beat me, you know. Mm-hmm. But the bottom line is, I really don't think Kentucky's in a good spot here. Um, here's the reason. They played back-to-back SEC road games. And like you said, Mississippi State, tight game. Vanderbilt, tight game. Now they're going to get their revenge against South Carolina and have to go to Tennessee. Tennessee's finally back at home. This team played Four out of five games on the road. SEC games on the road. Four out of the last six games on the road. Now they're finally home. When they played Kentucky the first time, they only got to the free throw line. I have it right here. 13 times they got to the free throw line. Kentucky got to the free throw line 30 times. That's not going to happen in Tennessee. So I really lean to Tennessee. More importantly, I lean to the over, too. The first game, they only scored 135 points. The total was set at 147, okay? They're going to have to adjust that down. 
because of that. Absolutely. I, that's why I think it's going to come out around that 143 range. To me, I still think it should be up around that 145 range. I, I really think this is one of those games where if you take Tennessee, you need to take it with the over because the only way they're going to beat Kentucky is by scoring some points. You know, they're not going to be able to walk it up and down and grind them and beat this team that way. You're going to have to run the court a little bit. They're You're going to have, have to hit some threes. You're going to have to get to the line. You're going to have to do everything right and put up points. You hit the nail on the head. They need to run the floor to create yeah, opportunities. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, get some transition baskets because playing the game the way they played it the first time in Kentucky like you said they played it you know a slower tempo Slow, and, and they went 26% from the three point line 38% field goals you can't do that all outside 23 of 60 shooting is and, not good and, and, and what does that do tell it? you for them to get it only to the free throw line 13 times it was all perimeter. You didn't get to the basket at all. You saw how, what kind of success you had doing that. None. Zero. So you got to change it up. And the way to change it up, like you said, easy baskets, transition baskets, get it inside, get some scoring. And I think at home, Tennessee could do that. This is a, a loaded senior team. And I'm telling you, in the tournament, this will be a scary team. They're very athletic. More importantly, they go 11 deep. So, I mean, you're going to have fresh body after fresh body after fresh body. That's why I don't understand why not run the floor even more than they do. Mm. I mean, they could run Kentucky to death by just keep throwing in new bodies. And I think that's the way they're going to approach this game. That's what Pearl needs to do this time around. And I hope he does because I like Tennessee and over. I agree with you. I lean to Tennessee, and to be honest with you, uh, this isn't my official free pick. But this was my runner-up. You Me know, too. When Me we, too. When we come in, it, we always have you know what free pick are you using, which one yeah, am I yeah. using? And if we would have had a duplicate, yeah, then yeah. this was my. Default. I'm talking. The only reason I went with the NBA pick because I've been seeing the NBA so clearly this week. For some reason, the, they've just been popping out of the board, and Atlanta popped out at me. Otherwise, I came in here with the mindset. Am I going to give out Tennessee or am I going to give out the over in this game? Yeah. And depending on how I, I, I looked into it a little more when we prep, um, that was going to make my decision up. But I had to stick with the NBA. That's where I've been so hot right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. Well, uh, another good segment. Uh, this has been segment three of four. And you got opinion from both of us on Tennessee. Tennessee and, and over. VR adds the over there. <laughs> and uh, we're going to give away a coupon here. Uh, we do every week. We like to give away RJ's money. And uh, RJ wasn't able to join us this week. So we'll uh, give so, it away. You know, we'll give it away for him. And the coupon this week is going to be the word SCORE. In the number 10. I like that. Score Everybody's 10. out to make a score. We're all out to make a score. And you're going to score 10 bucks of RJ's money this week. Just go to pregamepros.com. When you make your selections, you know, you can buy that good-looking guy over there, Vegas runner. Won't pay uh, You can check me out. We've got a lot of guys with some great runs at the site. Uh, Dan Beebe. Hats off to Dan Beebe. He's on a run. He's like, I'm not the surprised. Little, the the baby-faced assassin. He does his work, dude. You know, he's a grinder. He, you know, he, everybody goes is going to have great runs and, and cold runs, and but he's a grinder. And when you're a grinder, you turn profit. And not only do you turn profit, you have more hot runs than cold runs. Well, and he's on one of them hot runs He's right doing now. it in the NBA, and he's an NBA specialist. Yeah, so he check is. out check out Dan Beebe. Um, also, when you go to pregame.tv, watch our videos. If you give the uh, projected score of this game and you get it right, just go to the comment section. 
give the score, you'll be able to win $100 if you correctly predict the final score. Don't forget that coupon is SCORE10. Just enter it at the checkout. Put anything you want in there. You'll get $10 off your order. And as we always say, if the package is only $10... It's free, baby. It's free. And make sure you throw a prediction on this game. You already know Tennessee's going to win. You already know they're going to score over 143 points. We're giving you all the pieces to the puzzle. Get it Put it done. together, get it done, baby. Get it done. All right, this was segment three of four. We'll be back with segment four where we take a look at might be the game of the year. If not. Vill- Villanova at Syracuse. I can't we'll- wait to see that one. That baby. one's up next, folks. For free real-time odds, lines, and scores, visit pregamelines.com. Welcome to the Sports Betting Preview Show, a pregame.com podcast. This is segment four of four, big game preview, Villanova at Syracuse, Saturday, 9 o'clock Eastern on ESPN. I'm Marco D'Angelo along with Vegas Runner. We're going to preview this game for you. Now, we are taping on Thursday, so we don't know the actual line on this game. But as we always do, Vegas Runner will give you his number. I'll give you my number, and then we're going to handicap the game accordingly. Vegas Runner, this is a big huge, in the big game. Huge, huge. Could be the one of the best games of the year yeah. and you know I know I'm a little bit biased from you know originally being from Pittsburgh but I'm sorry when it comes to college basketball Big East there is not a Big better East. conference than Big East basketball nah. Top to bottom. It's the it's best the, conference the, tournament there is. Come on, at Madison Square Garden, who puts on a better conference the, tournament? Not the ACC, not the Big 12, not the Big 10, whatever. It's it's the Big East puts on the best. This Come is on. it. I'm a little biased coming from Philly, too. But. <laughs> well, being a Philly boy, you got your Villanova in here. Yes, what do you, I do. What do, you got, uh, what do you got the line? Okay, here? this is the first meeting for these two teams um, for this year. I made Syracuse a 7.5-point home favorite. I made the total 161.5. Wow. We're off this one? We're off it. We were like dead on. Like, every one. Every one yeah, until yeah. this one. Okay. Um, Give it to me. You're you're drinking the Syracuse Kool-Aid, yeah, aren't I you? Yeah, I am. I am. You are. Okay. I, well, I, I got Syracuse minus five. Okay. I yeah. hope. I hope. I hope. And, uh, I mean, these are, you know, two of the... You no, know, and the, that's the thing. I, I try to make what I think is going to be a true... What I think the real line should be. And, and you've been putting out what the fair line should be. How they're going to balance the money. And I agree. Five's going to balance the money. Seven's going to get you a ton of Nova money. Mm-hmm. And I don't think the books are going to put out seven, seven and a half, even what I have. So I'd like them to put out five, to tell you the truth. Well, we will find out Sunday. Um, you know, Villanova, they bounced back big last night. I mean, they drilled South Florida. Yeah, they did. 74 <laughs> to 49. I mean, the, you know, they, they got beat by Pitt. They went to Pitt on Sunday and, uh, you know... Back-to-back but, losses. They lost to UConn at home. They went to Pitt and get lost. No, so, they had to take it out on somebody. Poor know, South Florida walked into town. Syracuse on the other side of the coin. Um, you know, they went to Providence and they dodged a bullet. Yeah, they were, yeah, they did. They were down at the half in, you know... The Providence was looking pretty good, plus the you know the half. The point numbers. I had them. Don't and tell me. Tw- I don't know if you saw the start of the second half. 
26 to 2 run Syracuse went on to start the second. No, half. my good friend Mar- Marquez <laughs> called me the next day and he said, Did you see that? I said, Actually, I didn't. Dude. <laughs> he said, You're lucky you didn't see it. You know, if you had Providence, you know, and that was actually. You were feeling my, good at it the was, half. It was my trap game that day. I had Providence because I just thought the line yeah. came out low on, on, on Syracuse and they were begging Syracuse money. And at halftime, you know, I'll be honest, you know, I was patting myself on the back. I said, Yeah, great we got, call. Yeah. We got this one. And when they come out, the. To start that second half, and it's like being caught like a deer in headlights. I mean, Providence just couldn't, they couldn't stop the bleeding. You know, I mean, they were hemorrhaging. Yeah. They they called the high, you know, a couple timeouts, you know, to try to stop the run. Yeah, yeah, you couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. 26 to 2 run in Syracuse. And when you're at home, you shouldn't let a team go 20, that kind of run on you at home. You know, calling a timeout should be able to stop it. You know, at least slow it down. It didn't slow it down. I hear that. You're the second person that told me. Yeah, so it was pretty ugly. But these are two of the best defensive teams shooting percentage-wise. Now, it's, yeah, a little, yeah. it's a little bit misleading when you look at these The teams. points they put there, yeah. Yeah, because they scored. Now, Syracuse gives up less points than Villanova. But Villanova doesn't let teams score at a high percentage. They just give up points, but because of the style they play, it's the style, too, that they play. So it's misleading. So now, coming into this type of game, you know, what do you see which way they're going to want to play this game? Because Syracuse is a team that can play both ways. Yeah, they can play you half court. Or they could speed it or up they too. Can, they can they can run and gun. Yeah, you know which way do you see this I, game? I know going? we we have different leans on this game. Um, Villanova loves to run. There's no other way they like to play basketball. That's why every time you see a Villanova total, it's over in the 150s, 160 range, 170 range in college basketball close to because Villanova loves to run. And like you said, because of that, they give up a lot of points too, even though field goal percentage-wise, you're absolutely right. They're pretty good um, defensively. I'll tell you the truth. I think Syracuse gets them out of their comfort zone in this game. And I think Syracuse dictates the pace of the game and slows it down when they want to because they are home. And they don't let Nova play that transition basketball the whole 40 minutes. Um, I I know, we, like I said, we disagree on the leans. I like Syracuse in this game. I, I really do. Reason being, this is their second game, I mean, their third game after their loss at home. They went on the road, they beat Georgetown, they beat Providence. Now they return back home where they lost to Louisville, a team they shouldn't have lost to, you know, being a seven and a half point favorite. So I I just can't see them having two bad home games in a row. I know that's not reason enough to take a team, but I mean Syracuse is fifteen and two at home. So they play very well on their own court and I just really see them showing up and playing an extremely good game against Villanova and trying to show this is why we're number one and this is why you're number two well you know I and I you hear, even said you're drinking the, the Syracuse Kool-Aid you know you are in I am I'm mad let me tell you why but when I gave my futures for the year in net CA basketball for the long shot I was looking between Tennessee and Syracuse. Syracuse, believe it or not, was like 20 to 1. Um, so was Tennessee. But I liked that Tennessee had the more seniors, and I thought they were a little more athletic. Now that we're this part of the season, I wish I would have had the Syracuse ticket to tell you the truth. Well, you know, in 
just a quick note on, on the futures, and, and I think it's one of the reasons that a lot of people don't like to take Big East teams on future bets because they get beat up so much. The, dude. the conference is yeah. so demand, tough. yeah, yeah, and and they generally play a physical style. I mean, the Big East, you you play Big East if you go play teams like Pitt and Georgetown. They are going to bang on you. And you make a run in the Big East Conference tournament, too, where you play all them games in a couple nights, and all of a sudden, a week later, you're in March Madness. These teams you know, have not fared as well exactly. in, in the exactly. big dance because they do beat themselves so up. So tell me quickly, why you like Nova? I lean to Nova here. I think that the public perception here is going to be all Syracuse. I'm hoping to see some good value with it, but it's a scenario that I just can't see them bringing the line too high because, right. you know, Villanova is a good ball yeah, club. Dude. And, and they, they, get, they, score, get support. they score a lot of points. So they are going to look attractive getting a sizable number. I'll, and I know this is going to sound silly, and we're coming up on the time, but if the line comes out at seven or seven and a half, I'm not going to feel good about Villanova. No, right, right. And, and that sounds silly when I say if the line comes five or five and a half, you I'm like going to feel really good about Villanova. And you say, is this guy on crack? No, but, you've you know, explained it well enough, you know, plenty of times. Many a times. And this is one, because really... And again, to use the old teaser analogy, if this game comes out at five or five and a half, and people can yeah. tease Syracuse, it's an automatic to to a pick them at home. It's an automatic. You know that's where all, all that money's going to come. So, I think Villanova keeps this game close. I think it gets down to the end, and it comes to free throws. And let's face it. You got to hold your breath <laughs> yeah, yeah, when it you comes do. to Syracuse. Yeah, you it, do. It, it, with free yeah, throws, you do. It, it's always been an Achilles heel yeah, with this team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, I, I like. And that's something you got to consider when if you're taking Syracuse and yeah. you're laying points. Yeah, of course. Any team you're laying you know, points. Because they're at. not a team that that can get you that automatic extend. When they're up five, you know you're going to get near get double digits. Yeah. Instead, they might bring it down the one. Yeah. So you got to lean to Syracuse. I got to lean to the Villanova. No official plays. Uh, go to pregame.tv. Predict the final score of this game. If you get it correct. We'll give you a hundred dollars pregame dollars. You can use it anything you want to buy at pregame.com. This has been segment four of four. Another great week of shows and games. We'll be back next week. Now remember, you can watch all of our videos at pregame.tv. If you prefer to download and listen, go to iTunes, search for pregame.com, and you'll be able to download all of our podcasts. For Vegas Runner, I'm Marco D'Angelo. R.J. Bell will be back with us next week. Have a great week. Enjoy the games this weekend. And most of all, make some money, guys. 